Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, a.k.a. Harbaugh Harge, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sam spinning the one and twos. I am broadcasting, I should say we are broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios, and today's show is going to be presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. Don't forget, you can shop from the comforts of your own home. You can check out all their new products as well if you go to their uh, website at hazelskyonline.com. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the sports grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that happened over the weekend, sports-related, that we're not speaking on that you want to bring to the airways, feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter, at sports grind you can follow harge at hardball harge as well as well too um and also don't forget you can always get at me through facebook as well also and on instagram at sg underscore picks too as well that should be getting ready to get going up here now the football season is coming out yeah well that was kind of there a little bit last year hard but i'm gonna get back at instagram i actually see some live videos from it sometime okay you know trying to get up to the to the way of the world that we're living. But anyway, man, how's it going? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm hanging in there. It's uh, hook em week, baby. We ready to get on them hogs, baby. Oh, here we go. <laughs> like I told him before the show, man, he's all sitting pictures of pigs, slaughter pigs and everything. I said, yeah, I'm going to be the voice of reason, like Buster Ryan, to keep UT in check a little <laughs> bit, man. Like, calm down now, man. It's Lafayette, Louisiana, but a win is a win. Uh, but that's what we'll definitely get into that. What's up, Jonas? You ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll? All right. Mr. Sams? What's up, fellas? How we doing? All right, man. Feeling good. Rejuvenated. Ready to go. It's football season. It's that time. Only a few days before the NFL kickoff. We definitely got to get into that. Uh, but first, man, uh, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Lost another one. Great actor. You know, I always thought that sometimes he and, and this happens to good actors that really play roles. Sometimes you get stuck playing like the same type of character, but in different roles. But Type Michael cast. was one of those that were, you know, the part where there's wire, whatever he played. And he's one of those that made you really feel like, yep, he's about that life. He just looked at, <laughs> you know, and that's how good he was. But then Hollywood, you start getting in that that act. Now, that can go positive or negative, you know, with him, right. I think it's a positive. Negative, like negatively, it reminds me. I'm go old school, like the '80s. Like Molly Greenwall, 
Oh, like yeah. she, like for the 80s, she was just never, she was just stuck in that role. There was nobody that was going to cast her for anything outside of when you're talking about 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, those, but, but Michael was one of those that kind of got that, but I think it was the, for the better. So rest in peace, man, uh, to him. So another yeah. one, it seems like we're losing one, like losing a few, like every damn year, every, you know, month, some of that. And they're not, I mean, like I said, they're not, they're not young. I mean, they're not that old either. So what you right. got, Jonah? Right. I, I know Ice T had tweeted out and said, "Man, he feels like he's losing one every week." Yeah, it seems you know? like it. It seems like it. Yep. So thoughts and prayers out to him and his family. Uh, but we got a lot to get to uh, today. Uh, it's going to be like that. You know, this is technically like a Monday for us since we were off yesterday. But coming in the football season, uh, but definitely college. We're going to get into that. UT opens up with a win in the sock area. Uh, you know, I got a chance to watch that game for the most part. Uh, want to kind of get uh, Harge's thoughts on, you know, what what was he happy about, what's a concern to his. So we'll get into that here soon. Uh, also, uh, other college games on the radar uh, to talk about as well. Uh, you know, hey, man, tough, tough week for the ACC. It's like, hey, man, y'all for the last month talking about, hey, who wants to join us? Who going to team up with us? <laughs> man, your ass better worry about 2021, man, because the ACC, and let me tell you, it, it it hurts Clemson. I mean, Clemson, I'm going to get to them, but the ACC to take one on the chin like that, and if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, okay, but that's why we got smart guys here, you know, around me that can look this stuff up. But if I'm not mistaken, Clemson doesn't have another rank opponent on their schedule, okay? And I've heard some people talk about Clemson could be possibly a three-loss team, but as a whole, the ACC, that is not the way – to kind of start off, you know, that's not a way to start off because they had their fingers crossed. Like the way they see it, come, come Notre Dame and Virginia Tech that night, they're like, come on, Virginia Tech. And they <laughs> they almost pulled it off, but they didn't. You know, what thumbs oh, up. State, Florida State. Uh, Florida yeah, I'm State. sorry, Florida State. Yeah, Virginia Tech yeah, lost. Yeah. Uh, they beat Carolina. I got to get to that, by the way, too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida State. So, yeah, they were, they were rooting on, had their fingers crossed the Florida State. Uh, but, no, that's a bad blow for the ACC. Also, um, other things that stood out. Uh, that we got to talk get... about Bird Gang, baby. Oh, yeah, that, that's, what, that's where we're starting. I mean, that's where we're going to start is UTSA. Yeah. We're going to start them before we get to UT because that's history uh, yeah. in the making. You know, that's their second win, you know, against a power five. And you said it was Baylor, right, Jonas? The first yeah. one was against Baylor, right, if I remember? Yeah, in 2000, I think 17 it was. Uh-huh. And, you know, Coach Trailer. Which I know you said Coach Trailer sent a subliminal man to the city and a student. But I caught that. Like you know, Hart oh, said yeah. it to me, but I I listened to it and I'm like, I'm 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 the king of knowing when somebody sent a subliminal or hidden messages and and you know, for people that didn't hear it or see it, you know, Trailer was just kind of talking about where his team, you know, he keeps his team focused regardless whether they're gonna go play in front of two, you know, because I think he's like, it might just be me and my wife there. You know, no, his the wife and mama, mama wisdom. Mama, okay, said, it might be she, just she us, <laughs> and, and, and you know, but he's talking about, or it could be packed like it was. A lot of people in Illinois. The point is, I get what he's saying, and this is kind of. I had this conversation off air with Jonas a little bit the other day, and it's like I know. I mean, again, I know how the city is. I mean, UTSA. Um, I know Ticket Seven Sixty has showed UTSA love from day one since they since they you know started. Uh, going back to Coker, but I know it's one of those that this city, whether it talk about the Spurs, anything like you got to start winning before all of a sudden that there comes a wave into the, 
into, I won't say the bandwagon or however you want to call it, but I know. No, that's bandwagon. That's bandwagon. Hard said, yeah, call it bird, call it bandwagon. But I think trailer, see that message is for the city, man, but also, because I know we've talked about this on this show before, you know, I have over the years, but also that's a message to the student body too, man. I mean, that's really, to me, it's, yes, we've got football fans down here and, you know, people take their families, go to the Dome, not expensive to go see UTSA, but that's really a message that I think that needs to be re-delivered through our platform to the student body, man. The student body, like if you're going to UTSA, and I'm not really talking about the alumni, but yes, those two, we got a lot of alumni UTSA uh, people in this city, but really the current student body, hop on the bus, man, to get uh, carpool. I mean, this right. is this is y'all's time. That's really who that's for. I mean, when you look at these packed stadiums, there was a lot of them. There was a lot of them, man. I'm like, damn, man. Like if it's another, if it's another Verit around the corner or something like with this, we we might have to go into damn bunker mode. But I was like looking at because who was that was just waiting because it's a thing. Virginia that, Tech, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. But wait, that a was them. They played Enter the Sandman when they okay. was. They had the whole crowd, and then Madison. That's too, Wisconsin. Uh, that's who I was going Wisconsin. to. Cause yes, because yeah. yeah. that that they had an aerial like a Goodyear blimp shot almost <laughs> of Wisconsin and all those people. I'm like, that is a lot of people, man. <laughs> like you know, it made me nervous. Like I was sitting there. We went Not to Port no A. I was watching the sight. Yeah, I was watching the TV, just watching the highlight, watching the game, and saw that aerial shot. Hell, I had some hand sanitizer right next to me. I wasn't even there, and I was going to put on a basket hand sanitizer. But no, man, college back but no back to UTSA that is really to the student body man to get out to this game and support the team because I think you know the secret's gonna be you know I know it kind of went viral because Herb Street you know on college game day you know he talked about that game he picked him to win outright against Illinois you know so yeah what you got hard did you pick you I, picked I, him I up. too okay That's all right, right. yeah and you remember before that we went remember before we went off here uh-huh. on Friday Lance or Thursday Lance Taylor said I got one more for y'all Boom, he hit you with the UTS. Sure as did. Well. He sure did. Yeah. And then you know, um, Mr. I'm so sincere, so sincere McCormick. I mean, he had a he had a huge day as well, also. I mean, there, you know, the and a good and you know, this is also the sign, Harge. And let me think, let me uh hear what you think about this. But I think this is also when a sign, I don't care what level you're at college or NFL, but especially college. And I would even maybe throw high school in there, but I would say not high school, but let's just stick to college. When you, when you know, when you're a good coach, when you can turn a program in a positive direction and those aren't really your recruits, you haven't even got all your people in there. You see what I'm saying? Like this is his second year coming in. And a lot of these guys that are juniors on this team, see those are not really his recruits. So when you can sit there and in your first two years on the college level, and then there's, it's a short list of few guys that can do this, but when you can go in and pretty much turn them and make them competitive and they're not really your full recruits in, that's when you know, you got a good coach. That's what you know you got a good coach. And I know Urban Myers always say, he said he can't stand the excuses that guys feel like, well, they're not my guys. I haven't got my guys in. He said he's never subscribed to that. Tom Herman. Tom Herman said that when he first came to Texas. Uh, That was one of his things, and that's when people really lost their mind. It's like, no, you took the job. That's your guy. Yeah. Those are your guys. Yeah. you, you, You couldn't say, hey, I'll come and take it 
after I go and recruit who I want in here, I'll mm-hmm. take the job. You just leave him there until I get all the people I want. No, yeah. when you take the job, when you step up there, Jake Spavital at, at Texas State did the exact same thing. He came in and said, these are my guys. Hmm. It don't matter. Yeah who's here yeah i agree and that's the difference in the buy-in too bro okay that's the buy-in because them kids listen i hear that we'll get all into it when we get back you listen to the sports grind broadcasting here from the rounders car club studios we'll be back Yeah, they go crazy, man, when they play this, man. Tough place to get a dub, man. But, yeah, they go crazy when they play this in Badger Country. But, anyway, so we got that back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. They're a great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, UTSA, uh, came out the gate very strong, uh, against getting a win against a power five on the road. And, you know, it's definitely going to, you know, I have to, I, of course, I would like to see some of the other conference USA teams, uh, but definitely they're going to be one of the favorites to, uh, finish the top of that conference. Um, you know, uh, per se, in my opinion, what you got hard. I, I agree 100%. I think I've told you this before <clears throat> because I've been a fan of Jeff Trailer for quite some time. Mm-hmm. The man won state championship after state championship after state championship. And he was on on Texas's staff doing a heck of a job recruiting some good players to the University of Texas. So when he got that job, one thing that I took from him was the way that he talks to people. He doesn't talk down to you. He's on your level, whatever mm-hmm. the conversation's at. So that to me is an original thing. And then I remember Jonas talking about how he's, his recruiting was so much wrapped around San Antonio, making sure that some of those kids have an opportunity to play some division one football, but he is a coach that president of the Texas high school uh, football coaches association. He was mm-hmm. one of the main people at the top that these college, these high school coaches believe in what Jeff, Jeff trailer is doing. And that's going to help UTSA. But like I said when I tweeted it out the other day, y'all better start supporting this man because that don't mean he's going to be there forever. I agree with that. I agree with that. What you got, Jonah? Just on the front of where this team should finish, they were predicted to finish second in their division in Conference USA. Okay, and who's the front run? Who's the, who's the favorite? Uh, I think they're behind UAB would be the favorite. UAB is a favorite. Okay. I think they uh. took the I think they took the conference last year, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. All right. So, I mean, we'll see. It's early, but definitely a good win for the program, especially if you're looking to you know create some excitement and get that student body behind you, get you know the city of San Antonio on you. Because, like Trailer said in that clip, it's like you know if that I mean if that place is 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 packed or at least halfway packed. I mean, they're tough to beat there in the dome, you know, especially with this type of team he has in a in a, in a kind of veteran team of their leaders being juniors and seniors and stuff. So congratulations to the roadrunners out there. Um, sticking with the college football scene. So, yeah, so the Sark era got, era got started with a W. 
Uh, but Harge, like I alluded to, um, I will tell you before you tell me what you like and what your concerns were. The thing sure. that stood out a little bit to me, I was like, yeah, Sark, well, I mean, I know you can draw some plays, but, you know, um, Smith, Waddle, I mean, ain't those guys running out there that open. And the quarterbacks, in the, the, the quarterback, I can see, I mean, to be honest with you, like I said, it's, it's really their preseason game in one game, but I can see why the quarterback competition or why it came down and he really couldn't name a starter right away. Because it's it's one you know some of the throws some of the you know this and that's just nitpicking but I that's the thing that jumped out of me is that I can see you know really why the quarterback you know competition came down to like the last week you know because I don't think either one of those kids really were that much better separated from each other but what stood out to you Harge on your positives well, and your negatives? Well, here's my positive. The positive was they won the game. Uh, for a couple years, they were losing to Maryland. And, you know, I don't want to discredit anything that happened because the naysayers were saying Louisiana Lafayette was a team that Texas need to pay attention to. They can't take this team for granted. They True. can't look at it. And, people, and the betting line had went from 16 all the way down to 8 because everybody just thought that, oh, Louisiana Lafayette, this is that team out of the Sun Belt with returning a lot of people, and there's going to be this and that. Just like I said before, the 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 reason why people underestimate Texas so much is because it's been in their face. It's been in their face. Texas, Texas, Texas. Are they back? Are they back? So when they get a chance to judge the situation, they come back hard at it. But some of the things that I like was, number one, uh, Hudson Carr played with poise. For his first start, you know, it was loud. It was at 90, I think there was 92,000 people in the stands, most of them were trying to hide from the sun because it was hot, 3.30 game. <laughs> but for the most part, he went out there and did what was expected. He showed some elusiveness. He showed that he can move the ball around, and he could show that he can extend drives. And those are some of the things that I was talking about before. His runs were not like Sam uh, Ellinger where he was trying to run people over. Good point. He was trying to move around and just get out of bounds. And, and if he could extend – some plays, he can make some good throws. He fired a couple balls in there uh, on Saturday that were impressive. But most importantly, man, it's Bijan Robinson getting him enough touches. And you've seen it with that way Sark had a thousand yard backs after backs after backs over there at Alabama because he's not afraid to run the football, control the game. He got 24 touches. He got ended up being the Walter Camp Player of the Week, Big 12 Player of the Week, the Nation's Player of the Week. For those types of reasons. But most importantly for me on the defensive and offensive lines, they gotta they gotta do more damage. That's why I'm nervous. That's why okay. I felt like, hey, that's my my takeaway of they've gotta be tougher on the line of scrimmage because there were a couple plays they didn't didn't make good blocks. They might have missed some people. It's probably the reason why Hudson Carr got three sacks. Hmm. He didn't get a chance to elude a lot of those guys. So both lines need to do a lot better. I'm more worried about the offensive line than I am the defensive line, and this is why. I think on the defensive line, they held a lot of stuff back. They didn't do any stunting. They didn't Hmm. do any twists. They just played basic football and just kind of keep Levi Lewis in front of them, the quarterback in front of them, because he was elusive and he could make a lot of plays. So them being able to play, this week will be the biggest test, and that's when my eyes will tell me what type of team and if – Coach PK, the defensive coordinator, has helped this team a lot. 
But that offensive line has to get better ASAP. See, when you tell me that you noticed that they weren't doing a lot of stunting and, and all that and it was basic, that, that leads to me to think that maybe some of the – when they did an evaluation of kind of what went wrong the last couple years at Texas, I mean, I'm pretty sure when Sark did this, taking this job on – and, you know, with his defensive coordinator, it makes me think I wonder if they concentrated more like this last staff, they put too much on their plate defensively or made it, maybe made it too complex a little bit to where they couldn't really just go out there and concentrate more about making plays because that happens in the pros. There's sometimes in the pros where you have professional athletes that are pro NFL players where defensive coordinators will come in and they say, well, look, we just want you to go play downhill and play fast. We're not going to give you too many different coverages to worry about anything. We're going to simplify it, you know, more for you. And and right. I think that that when you tell me that that pops out, that's what comes to my mind is like, okay, well, maybe that was a conscious effort to look at that because normally, you know, you when you say it's like really just vanilla, nothing exotic, people will say, well, maybe you don't want to show that before conference play. Maybe you treating Lafayette as kind of like that preseason game. Like, hey, we we have more talent. We should beat this team regardless. Bingo. They were Bingo. coming in. And then you feel that eventually your talent's going to take over. But it's one of those situations where we don't want to show them everything because we've got teams to worry about in our conference. You know, Absolutely. You know. And, and this week, like I said, this Arkansas game is bigger than what – People, you know, like we talked about this, they got, I sent y'all pictures of the hogs and mm-hmm. and all the things that are going on. I guarantee you a lot of that is happening in Arkansas as well, because this is an old uh, Southwest conference rivalry with each other. Mm-hmm. These guys do not like each other. So this week will be a little bit different, but I think because of the fact that Sark was at Alabama last year, he got a chance to see this defense. I know that he said, during the press conference this week that he doesn't think they're going to have the same type of schemes and everything because they got a new coach as well and Sam Pittman who took over last year but some of the things and some of the concepts are going to be a little bit different this week Hmm. than what we saw against Louisiana Lafayette. All right. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop. Yeah, I got a chance to listen to some of this on the road trip this weekend. It was, um, yeah, I, I see you, Sam. I agree. Um, you know, it's when you get to these levels and the type of artist that Drake is, I mean, 
and you've had successful other albums, especially in the world we live in now where everybody's got opinion, it, you're never going to please. Like the expectations and everything, because it gets to a point that some of these guys, like when you get to his level, like you want to try, like other, you want to experiment when you're in the sea. Like let me test my you know, my strengths as an artist. And a lot of times, unless they're your diehards, unless they're, you know, whether it's his female fan base or whatever, they just ride with you no matter what you put out. You're going to get a lot of critics like, oh, well, it was, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, that's, I mean, and I don't try to think like that, but it, it was, I mean, it's okay. I haven't sat down and listened to it thoroughly, but I've listened to a few tracks. Though. It's about 10 tracks too long. That's where the experimentation comes in. Oh, so you like think you went too half of, Damn near half of it could have been cut. Wow. A lot of filler. Wow, that's a hot tank. Did you listen to it, John? Because I know you texted me and Arge a couple of times last week. I was like, I'll listen to it. I ain't going to run to go break my neck to go listen to it, but I'll hear it sometimes on this road. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I listened to it. I mean, if you want to talk about long, though, at least it's not two hours of Donda. I so mean, that's that the was... debate on which ones. I know Duvall, a little Duvall comedian, had a hot take. He thought Nas's album was better than both of them. He's like, Fire. Yeah, he said. Nas, Nas is on point. Nas, Nas came back and it was like, ooh. I mean, Tyler, is, Tyler had the best that. album of the year, though. Who? Tyler, the creator. Okay. I, I know That's who you're talking goal. about. I, really, I haven't really dived into that. But I'm I got not a you. Tyler guy, so yeah. my opinion. I'll take your words. I know you got a good ear for music. But Just wait you? until Lil Nas X drops in 10 days. Oh, my gosh. He's going to have a market employee right behind it. Exactly, Harz. That's how I feel. I mean, like, the guy comes out like, oh, well, by the way, after Country Road, I'm gay. Then after that, about six of eight, oh, well, you know what? After that, I think I got a little devil in me. I'm like, worse with the devil. Like, this guy's yeah. got the genius market behind him, more he's talented. But I see. Okay, man, back to the uh, the other part. <laughs> that the reason why the other audience here is the sport-wise. Sticking to college. Um, also what jumped out, well, we had a question, but before we leave the UT game, we had a question for you, Harsh, on Twitter. Who was that checking in with us, Jonas? Yeah, so we got Chris Denman asking if anybody knows why Alfred Collins only got two snaps. Says he feels like having him on that front four would have stopped some of those chunk runs from Louisiana. And that's a that's a great point. And the thing about him, though, they moved him to the outside. He's playing the outside backer this time. They moved him off to the edge as a jack uh, linebacker. And that is why he didn't get a chance to play. I, I'm a little disappointed in that as well. I think Alfred Collins is someone who will be playing on Sundays pretty soon. And he has so much talent. But I think the transition of him moving, because there is so much depth on that defensive line that his best bet because of the way he can move and drop back in the coverage and do some of the things he can do that's why he's playing on the edge so hmm, okay. i agree i agree i like him on that front but that that is the reason why we only saw him for like four snaps okay and before we move the, from the ut scene let me go ahead because we're streaming live now let me address manuel gonzalez's stream post he says everyone kept saying texas should be careful because L- L- louisiana lafayette was better than everybody thought now they win and they are all well it was just louisiana lafayette come on man well, first of all, Manuel, put put my name on it because I know you're talking to me. That's why I'm reading it because because me coming in. So put put like I said, put a jersey on. Put put a name on it. Okay, we don't like anonymous <laughs> quotes around here. So I know you're talking to me. Let me tell you, Manuel. This is the, and this stems from Harge and I debate. Probably our first our first really debate and disagreement in this relationship. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And this new relationship partnership we have. But let me, so I don't want to go rehash it, but this is the point, Manuel, when I say that is because when you are Texas and you are the University of Texas, when you play these kind of games, you are in the no win situation. Because regardless of the experts saying, hey, man, they rank 23 2, hey, man, I don't know, including myself or whatever, when you win them, and then basically said, because in the same breath, you streaming that Manuel Gonzalez, I got somebody else. I saw somebody say, hey, watch out this week. You're going to get a bunch of burnt orange saying UT Texas is back. Because this is the thing. When you are UT, that lets you know, Manuel, in regards to where the program is down to, where, where they've got to get back up. Because when you get a Louisiana Lafayette on the schedule, I don't care whether they beat Whoever they beat last year, I don't care if they ranked only two slots. You shouldn't be with only two slots of Louisiana Lafayette at any time, not being the University of Texas. That's the point. So you are in a no-win situation with those games like that because it's like, hey, man, well, that is Louisiana Lafayette. That symbol and that program is supposed to beat Louisiana Lafayette all day. That's just the way it is compared to where they're at. So I digress, but I wanted to address you because I knew that was toward me. So that's the case, <laughs> you know. And like I said, like always, it plays out. You got the perfect balance in the show because Harge is not – I don't consider Harge really a UT homer, but Harge has got the UT to kind of keep it like, well, this is the criticism they deserve. This is where – and you got me that's like been born and raised here 70 miles, and I know when I know what I've got respect for UT, and I got respect for them now, but I know when UT's UT. And they haven't been really UT – and UT for a while, and there's a thing called the process. And Trailer talked about it, okay? Nick said it out that, you know, Bill Belichick and Nick has had the whole coaching tree know about this process. And Trailer talked about it as well, too. So the point of it is, Manuel, the, you got you to gotta enjoy the process back up to that, to that way. When it's like that, Texas. You got to enjoy the process. Like, don't speed. They got a win is a win. You know, and you're damn right. If they would have lost to Louisiana Lafayette, we would have still been starting. We probably, I mean, I think I was going to want to start with UT anyway, <laughs> UTSA, but it probably would have been. But that's, yeah. but that's where the fan fan base got to understand. We would have came, oh, came in on Monday. We would have came in on Monday. I got to leave her. It's not because of drafts. Like, we got to get for the coast early. Probably. I mean, but that's just, you got to understand oh. that, Manuel. That's where the program's at now, man. Unless you bleed or uh, burnt orange. That's where the masses look like, okay, man, they did it. But a win's a win, so we'll see. 736-9760. Stick it to the college seat because we're coming back on break, right? Are we coming up on break? Definitely, I will tell you this. Um, Georgia sent a message to the SEC and to the nation because, in my opinion, that score, that game wasn't even as close as what that score indicated, to be honest with you. And I understand – uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't. I understand Georgia didn't set it on fire in offense. I've heard that. Say, hey, well, look at Georgia. I mean, Clemson's. I mean, that's Brent Venables over there, man. That man's making damn near like two million dollars a year for being a defensive coordinator under Dabo. They ain't got no slots defense. But Georgia sent a message to the SEC and the nation. We'll get into that. We'll get back. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark producer, Mr. Sands for the one and twos. 
broadcasting here for Rounders. And today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop. Make sure you go to their website at hazelskyonline.com. Um, yeah, but back to the college scene. And we we got some NFL to get to as well. We've got bad news for Dallas Cowboys. Couldn't get this type of news. We've been talking about it on this show, you know, in regards to the depth. So they got some bad news at the wrong time with the wrong opponent. We'll get to that. Also, we've got some uh, – I want to get to Ozaka. You know, she went out in the U.S. Open, I think, in the third round. Another press conference to must-see. Um, definitely going to have my thoughts on that. We can get to that here shortly. And, um, you know, we've got to get to two divisions. We've got the AFC North, and I think – what did I put? The AFC South today, right? The North and the yeah. South we got to do, and then we'll wrap up yeah. the last two divisions tomorrow. We'll be ready for kickoff <clears throat> on Thursday. But back to Georgia. Game was – I never – watching that game from start to finish, I never felt Clemson was really going to win that game from the way it started. Their, their defense, Georgia's defensive front line is nasty, and, and Clemson has been known like under Trevor Lawrence, uh, going back to Deshaun Watson, um, they've kept pretty much good, de- good talent on the offensive line too as well. Now their offensive scheme is being called into question – um, I've heard a few experts that cover the game kind of question. I've heard more than one person that say this because I'm always like if more than one person tells you something about yourself and they don't know each other, that's who you are as a person. I've already I've always lived by that, you know, and in, in, in regards to if anybody I've had people say, you know what, Calvin, sometimes I think you're just selfish in your own ways. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'll go through like three different relationships. They don't know each other. I'm like, damn, that's who I am then because I've lived by that. If somebody tells you, that's pretty much who you are. So to me, with Clemson, they – and this goes back to where my other part here, we can kill two birds with one stone. When you look at Clemson and you look at what they looked like this weekend and why they lost, when you look at uh, – if you go back to uh, Thursday night's game, okay, against Carolina and Virginia Tech – when you look at what Carolina looked like when they lost, and if you go to LSU, which LSU lost this weekend to a Pac-12 team, to UCLA and Chip Kelly. Like UCLA, Chip Kelly trying to be, hey, remember me? Okay, in the Pac-12. he come, When you look at those three teams, that's what makes really Saban look like he's not human. Because all those three, LSU just won a national championship a few years ago. Okay. They look like they've got – there's some talent over there. Now, granted, I'm going to give them a curve. I'm going to give them extra credit. I'm going to be a teacher that you really had like a 68, but I'm going to give you 15 extra points because of the hurricane. Okay, and you're dealing with kids that's been uprooted, families affected. I'm going to give them a little bit of pass on that in regards to that game that night against UCLA. But the point is you can look at the talents different from two years ago. You can look at Clemson, and for the first time since Deshaun Watson – and basically Trevor Lawrence there, I'm seeing a team that basically is like, you know what, a few of these classes ain't replenished a little bit. Like, it's not easy to do. Like, look at look at Carolina. I, I don't know if I jinxed Max Brown as much as I've been lifting him up on the show in the last you couple did, of weeks. You I did, did hard. Okay, they lose a stud running back. They lose two running backs, a stud one. One in Colorado, by the way. Drafted. But anyway, they lose two of those stud of running backs, and they lose. I forgot who else they lose. Look at that. You could see that again. No, no disrespect to you know Virginia Tech, but you saw that in one season, and they had the number ten ranking. So it's not easy to. to but look they at got a team. Heisman Trophy candidate at quarterback. So some of that, you know, what I'm saying, what what's the name? Lost their quarterback. Clemson did. LSU lost 
a, a first – I mean, their whole team was NFL players. Let's be honest with LSU right. a few years ago. So, but my question to you is and, – and everything you said is on point. But why is it that other teams will be able to get a pass like that, but Texas won't get a pass? When you say LSU's a, LSU's a blue blood, they mm-hmm. won a national championship just recently. They get NFL players, mm-hmm. and I understand what you said. I I had that game already picked too. I'd already picked Chip in UCLA. Okay, but my whole thought process going into that game was more about Ed Orgeron and him. Him not closing the deal anymore. He lost Joe Burrow and he lost Bray, uh, Quinn. And mm-hmm. that his name? No, the, his offensive coordinator. That's now. I, I, I know he's talking. I know he's talking about. Yeah. So now his whole thing, his whole mantra, is different because he's got all new play callers, all new staff, all this stuff that's happening. Why isn't he reloading less ride? Why it should be okay. Well, let me tell you. Let me. Let and me they tell you. suffered last year too. Well, this is the thing, though. I think I think it feels like it should be because of what Nick Saban has done with Alabama. And if you're one of these real blue blood, like if you're one of these programs that are supposed to be up there, your athletic director and your alumni and your fan base is judging you by like look like Alabama, which I'll get to them. I mean, they look like I always I pay attention to spring ball in Alabama who's I pay attention to the recruiting class who's coming in in that quarterback position and the running backs. And then when they show up to the product, I look Alabama looks like a team that was basically in week six of the season already compared Absolutely. to compared to anybody. But that is that's the reason why I think where I try not to judge other coaches and programs really to that standard because that's why I say it makes him not look human on how he does it. He he's because he's found a way. He was one of the first ones to find a way to manipulate really the red shirt system. Also, it's a system where when they come in, these five or four star recruits, they know and he t- you're probably not going to play the first year too, but you're getting ready and you, you got the next one coming up. But back to the other question you just had, because I want to clarify this because you said, why isn't Texas, and we're coming up break, so I'm gonna we're gonna come back to this to the flip right, side. Right. When you say why doesn't Texas get that pass, and and I'll answer that, and we'll get into that when we get back uh, coming from the break as well. Also in the second hour, like I said, we got to get to NFL. We got two divisions. Cowboys kicked this thing off against the defending champs on Thursday. We'll take that uh, look at the Zach Martin news on that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Also, Texas A&M, we haven't got to them yet. But the question I have, we focus so much on this quarterback situation. Could Texas A&M actually have the talent on the other side of the ball to be a top three defensive in the nation? A top three defense, you know? 736-976, you listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back. We're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. (gasps) Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates. Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? (sighs) No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshall's? Yep, Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshall's. 